So you see. So you see. <laughs> I watched one last night in bed. It's just DK Landers. DK wasn't in it, unfortunately. DK Landers. I wonder if that guy has a. Does he have Darman? Videos? Maybe you can follow DK on fucking Instagram, dude. Googling DK Landers. DK Landers. <clears throat> DK. As in DK Landers? As in Darren King? Or whatever the fuck his name is? Dante, I think. Dante King. Kink. Dante King. Wish I could find. Do they give credits? Yeah, this is him. Let's see if they give. Oh, they do give credits. <laughs> Let's just see if I can get that. Dante King. King. So. And finally. Said that there's no way someone like me could work for a company like DK Lenders. But the truth is, <laughs> I not only work there, I also happen to own the company. I like the other one. So you see, I'm Dante. As in Dante King. I call my business DK Lenders. Oh my god. Oh gosh, listen, I. I am so sorry how I treated you. I'm so sorry. And how are you? Uh, it's just insane. The guy that plays the hot dog guy, though, it, he's my favorite because he's he always plays the good guy. Yeah. And he, you can just tell he's such a pussy in your life. King. Like, Dante I'm not crazy. King. He says king. Like fucking like, stupid. Like Keen. 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 Is in DK Landers. Landers. <laughs> Why does that guy talk like that? <laughs> um, dude, fucking. Should we rip it? Yeah. I'm so sure cast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 138 of I'm So Sure Cast. <laughs> I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Great to be here. We're back from a short sabbatical. Yeah, a really quick one. Sorry about last week, folks. Actually, usually we get some complaints, but we didn't. Is everyone just enjoying their summer and they didn't notice that 130? Do we treat it like the 13th floor in an elevator? Like, was 137 last week and this is 138? Or was last week supposed to be 138? Last week was supposed to be 138, but now this week is 138. And that's fine, just fine. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? I just got a uh, email. Oh, stock twits, AMC, GME, and and uh, Robinhood made huge moves today. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so you're uh, the tendy man cometh for you, bro. Yeah, I, I've seen this movie before though, so I'm still though it's exciting. Good I'm, movie. I'm still just like, eh, but what happens? Oh, dude, you know what else? I have a fucking PSA. Oh, let's see. Um, yeah. This just in. I'm going to give you a tip on how to drive a car. Oh, okay. Okay, so it, it appears that 87% of people don't fucking know this. Because I almost get hit by a car every fucking morning. Okay? Ooh. Let's say you're driving down Ocean Boulevard, which is four lanes wide. 
two going one way, two going the other. Correct. Right. Pretty common thing to see this. Yeah. In nature, and by nature I mean man-made places. Well, it's in the natural world. Right. Right. Made of concrete and paint. So, for your direction of traffic, there's a left and a right lane. Now, if I am turning right onto the road, yes, I will stay in the right lane. If someone is it, dude's doing the thing again, huh? Yeah. If someone just really happy. is turning left onto the road, so they go across the other lane and then turn into the direction that they want to go, you stay in the left lane. What eighty-seven percent of people do when they're turning left onto the road is they come across the the two lanes of traffic, then they come across the lane that they're supposed to go in, and they come in my lane. So they go from the left all the way to the right. That's not how you fucking drive. That's how you crash into me every fucking morning when I'm leaving my street turning right and you're turning left. Okay? So everyone, just fucking be aware. And if you do that, stop fucking doing it. And people also need to be aware that unless you're going ridiculously fast, you're almost always going to move at the same speed as the cars with which you're surrounded. So, like, I watch... How many times do you see a guy zigzagging in the highway, working overtime, breaking a sweat? Yeah. And he's and he's going up and up and up, and then a half mile, half mile later, you just see him. You just pass him. You're, yeah, you go, was that worth it? No. You're an idiot. Right. Because unless you can completely break free, then we're all fucked. You can't beat traffic. If there's a congested day on the highway... You can zigzag all you want. You ain't getting Your anywhere, Your destiny pal. is my destiny. Right. You can't escape it. Sorry, escape it. There's also another fucking PSA, dude. Uh, if you're walking, okay, you walk against traffic. Yes, that's true. You want to see the traffic coming you toward see it you. see coming at you. If you're riding a fucking bicycle, yes. you ride with traffic. Yes. So that way, if a car hits you, you're going 30, they're going 35. They hit you with the force of five miles an hour instead of hitting you with the force of 65 miles It's like an hour. me punching you and your head rolling with the punch as opposed to going against my fist. Exactly. Again, 87% of people seem to not fucking know this. Yeah, you're right. Pedestrians are the worst, though. <clears throat> they seem to be, they seem to have the most faith in the attentiveness of drivers. Like, I'll be driving. Well, you, when you said drivers, I you, said I did a DK lenders. You did, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the uh, people don't understand, and I'm talking when I'm like dead sober at, at 11 a.m. on a Monday. Mm. I see these guys that their baby mamas are walking on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. pushing the stroller. Yep, yep. So the guys standing on the road, but kind of near. The sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, if I don't, my car lane is not big enough for me to just safely be like 10 feet from you. Right. You're always in the danger zone. Yeah. If you're off the curb. I'm assuming, I'm no historian, but I'm assuming if you go back in history and you find out why sidewalks tend to be raised up, I'm assuming that was a safety precaution. Yeah. So that the car, you have somewhat of a 
a buffer. A little bit of a barrier. So when people are ignoring that, I do. Because the thing is, if I hit you, you're hurt and in the hospital, but I'm going to be paying that off for a long fucking time. Right. So just stay on the fucking sidewalk. Which also, I never got why this one guy one time was fucking. I tried to pass him. He was on a motorcycle, but tried to pass him on the highway. So then he chased me down, got in front of me, and kept slamming on his fucking brakes. Yeah, that, maybe it was like de- he. Maybe it was suicidal. Maybe, but it's like, dude, if I hit you, I get a scratch on my car, and you die. So maybe don't. Maybe do that. it was like you know, death by co- or suicide by cop. Maybe he was trying to do suicide by car by car car. Because right, then you right. would be fucked. He's like. Oh yeah, you think this? You think my uh, my fucking motorcycle's pissing you off? How Here's about this? How about you kill me and deal with that? That's gonna be fucking annoying. Yeah. How you like fucking? How you like? How you like? Look po- at my wife and kids in the face at my funeral. Yeah. Got you good now, fucker. Yeah. Enjoy that, you fucking idiot. Enjoy PTSD, dickhead. Yep. Could be. It could be, dude. Could oh, be. I was watching a uh, I something on. Well, it wasn't on the news. But it was one of these fucked up sites. Oh, E-Bombs World. That I t- yeah, t- yeah, it was Funny or Die. No, it was one of those sites that I hate because I don't like watching shit like oh, that. Oh, CNN. <laughs> um, no, this was real stuff that was happening. But the um, there was a guy that called the cops. He was an older guy. And he was like, I think he said he had swallowed poison or something. So the cops came. This is all body cam footage. Okay. So the cops come, and then the guy's like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, pigs. And he's just shitting all over the cops. Mm. So the cops are like, sir, we need to respond. Right. And then the guy just refused to let them in. So they're like, all right. So then they go back. And then, like, 10 minutes later, before they even make it back to the station, I guess the guy called back and said the same thing. Yeah. He was like, I need assistance. I swallowed poison. So I think the, I think, so he clearly, because I know the ending, wanted suicide by cop. I yeah, think yeah. he pushed out the first time. Oh, okay. But the second time, dude, this chick, and I'm typically against uh, women becoming police officers. Okay. As should the left, by the way. If you want to avoid people using deadly force when unnecessary, uh, try putting a 130-pound woman going into a dangerous situation. Guess who's going to be more trigger-happy than a fucking six-foot-five guy? You know what I mean? That's true. Yep. So they should be anti-woman cop, let's be honest. Um, you can still be in the evidence room and stuff like that. Dispatcher. <laughs> but, I and everybody knows this deep down. Let's say you're at home. and the, No, let's say you're on vacation so you don't have the AR. Okay. Let's say you're vacationing at some shitty cottage up in, I don't know, name a place. Let's say you're down in Cape Cod. Okay. And it's just you and Jess. Wow. Okay. And three fucking giant dudes are like trying to break into your house. Yeah. And you're unarmed. So you call the fucking cops. Right. And two women show up. You're going to be like... What the fuck? I feel more in danger now. And that's just totally true, is it not? As long as they have guns, I'm... Maybe not more in danger, but you're not going to be relieved. That's probably true. It's definitely true. Yeah. If, but it, I, Let's put it this way. If two seven-foot jacked cops showed up instead, 
you'd feel better. I'd feel better. Yes, that's kind of my point. Right. That's an extrapolation of my point. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but so I beat around your bush, dude. Even <laughs> even though I'm anti woman cop on the f- like I'm what what's the difference like. You know, not like the evidence room cops fine. Mm. It's the the meter maid's fine. Mm. Um, it's the I don't know, officer beat cop, whatever the fuck you call it, beat cop. Yeah. Although, like, oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, I was thinking like beats, like. But unless, or actually, no. Let me amend this. If you did all the exact same training as a man, then I'm fine. If you pass the same physical. Test, then fine. Okay. If they pussied it down because like they need more women on the force and I'm against that. Okay. So maybe they do do that. Maybe they do. Maybe every woman cop deserves to be a cop. Maybe I'm just a fucking sexist pig. Well, there is some truth to what you're saying, though, because if you get stuck in the vendor loop of watching fucking police... Sorry, that burp got really stuck. <laughs> if you're wa- watching like the police... Uh, I'm doing like, like air quotes, brutality videos. The ones that get out of hand, like seven out of 10 times are women just pulling their guns for no fucking reason. And not, and not even just women, but always. Yes, that's true. But be anyone who's physically outmatched. Your only chance now is the tasers, which tasers suck, by the way. It's amazing how many police footage I see of tasers just not even phasing these fucking giant dudes. Mm. I see so many videos of guys just ripping the fucking tasers right. out their chest. So I'm like, ah, that's, I don't think the tasers work. Depends. Because like some people, it doesn't even go into them. Yeah. Because like, if they're wearing clothes. like a thick coat or something. Right. Um, but all right. Let's say you're. You have to tase them in the face. All right. Let's say you're a jacked six foot six guy, right? Okay. And you respond to a call. And it's a fucking DUI at a Wendy's, mm. right? And the guy's giving you shit. Mm. And let's say he's like 5'11". Okay. And he's getting in your face. Yeah. The six foot six cop is like, my hand's not even... My hand's on my gun in the sense so this douchebag doesn't go near it. But like, I'm not... I don't need to fucking pull out my gun. I can... Right, they're just going to lay him out. Yeah. Now, it's not their fault, but if you're a five foot six woman, your only chance is the gun. Right, your only chance is the gun. That's true. And by the way, that's my only chance too. If I'm if I'm fucking dealing with a six foot two maniac, I don't know how to fucking fight. Right. If I have a gun on me, I'm using the gun. Right. And and there's a case to be made for that. By the way, what are you doing? Like, it's just amazing. Every fucking video that I'm supposed to get teary eyed over, it's people resisting arrest. Mm. Can you show me one where that doesn't happen? Just one. <laughs> Maybe just one. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, but, uh, what I'll say is the argument against my misogynistic sexist cop, um, attitude is in the guy that wanted to do suicide by cop. So the cops had to go back now and this fucking lady was so quick acting, dude. So they go back and then now the guy's like, I have a gun and he's getting, he's inside his house, but his window's open and it's at night. So there's like three cops there, and he's like, I have a gun. Dude, he's, he, then he just starts firing out the window, and this woman cop, in this quick cat-like motion, crouches down, literally comes within centimeters of getting shot in the head, and then immediately turns around, and then they all just fucking pepper the house, and the guy died. Yeah. 
And the reason I saw that story is because I was supposed to feel sad about it. You're supposed to feel sad because the guy died? Like, cops kill 75-year-old man, and it's like, watch the video footage, you fucking moron. Cops shoot that guy that shot at them and tried to kill them. This is what always happens. Guy calls cops for swallowing poison. Cops kill him. And then everyone our age goes like, oh, it's so fucking... And then you look at the footage, and you go, yeah, they showed up. He told them to go fuck themselves, so they went home. Then he called again. And then when they came back a second time, he said he had a gun and started firing at them. Right. That's how, like, all these stories are when you look into them. Yeah, so let's take one of the people that goes, oh, let me shoot my gun at you. And let's see if you have a gun on you if you shoot back. Or if you go, whoa, 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 stop shooting, man. Take it easy. Yeah, exactly. That's what they think that's supposed to happen. Putting up your hand like this doesn't stop bullets from entering your skull. No, it's like the fucking video uh, of the... That uh, girl that was going to stab the other girl and the cop yeah. shoots her. That's, I, that's literally the reason <laughs> guns exist. And I got into a discussion with this a couple weeks ago. And I was like, you, I was, and I said, if some girl was trying to stab Karen with a knife and had her arm raised and was a foot away from doing it, uh, I would want her bla- brain splattered all over the driveway. Right. Sorry. And then they said, but it's not a cop's job to decide who lives or dies. And I go, but in your stupid scenario, you're saying it's a 14-year-old deranged girl's job of saying who lives and dies. Right. So she already took that into her hands. Right. And she fucking paid the price. Right. It's really a weird, like, brain block with some of these people. Right. Generally, if you're against cops killing people, yeah, so am I. But it's case, that's why we have case by case bases. You say bases? <laughs> Dude, Are you fucking DK, kidding me? DK. Uh, uh, but no, yeah, bases is right. No, you're right because it's plural. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just so I'm I was so self conscious over how I said, uh, whatever I said in the DK lenders way. I don't remember at this point. Anyway, we'll move on. But right. But anyway, the cop was a badass. She blew the guy's brains out. He committed suicide by cop. And if you're driving in a car, uh, you get cut off by an A5 and you're driving a motorcycle and you're braking in front of the car, I'm assuming you're trying to do suicide by car. Right. Tied it all together. I forgot. First, I forgot how this whole thing came to be. That was a very long-winded roundabout way to... To explain suicide by car? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking, I keep seeing fruit flies everywhere. So, So you see... D.K. Landers, as in Dante Kink. I'm so mad. Actually, I'm more impressed, but I'm so mad that when we looked up Fruit Flies, it would have been a way more mentally settling thing if every time you brought fruit, bought fruit into your house. Wait, what? Why did I just switch brought and bought? I got it right the first time. If you bought fruit and then brought it into your house. Yes. And there were these microscopic eggs on the fruit. Mm. And then in a week they hatched and those how that's how fruit flies got into your house. That would make me go, oh, it makes sense. Right. But in real life, what it really is, is like right now, there is a fruit fly just flying down Ocean Boulevard. Yeah. Like there's a gang of them. I think so, yeah. Just flying down. 
And then one guy fucking bought, who bought a bunch of oranges and peaches, put it into a bowl. They got a whiff of it all the way down in Salisbury. Yep. And they just, they just flew there and they're so tiny that they got into his house. Yeah. That's literally how it happens. I think that's how it happens. They get through the screens and shit. That's just insane. I know. You're telling me. They are, of all the um, bugs, those bugs are insects. I think they're flies. Uh, they're bugs. Well, I'd call it, what's the difference? A bug is a fucking insect. That, isn't dude. it an insect has six or less legs? Sure, man. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Difference between bugs. But as far as the house bugs go, Fruit flies are the most innocuous. Insects always have three body parts and six legs. Oh, a thorax. Yeah, I was right, dude. They also usually have four wings and two antennae. True bugs have a mouth shaped like a straw or needle. These true bugs have specialized parts of their mouths to suck juices, mostly from plants. Ah, I couldn't find it. How did a nitwit like you get so tasteful? Uh, all right, well, there it is. There it is, folks. Now I mean, we just need to know how many legs a fruit fly has. I think a fruit fly is a bug, then. Yeah, a fruit fly has got to be a bug. Yeah, is a fruit fly a bug or insect? Wow. So the shit that people search. A two-winged insect of either the family... Uh, I can't pronounce that. Can't pronounce that either. Ah. Uh, so it's an insect. Yeah, it's an insect. I would have thought it was a bug because people go... Fruit flies are. I think they use bug because it's how you you use your language. So like, if you go, that's how you know between a bug and an insect. Like if there's like all these spiders in your house, you go, these fucking spiders are bugging me. Get these out of here. Right. But if there's a bee at a cookout, you go, this bee's fucking pissing me off. You never use the verb bug. Right. You just know deep down, dude. Even the Orkin man, the Orkin website. When they say, how did I get fruit flies? It doesn't even tell you where they come from. Jesus. It says they infest your home. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude, but how? Yeah. Nobody knows. Oh, speaking of stupid shit. If you're a fucking fruit fly, call in. We're curious. If you're a fruit fly or you know the whereabouts of a gang of fruit flies. Or Ryan Allen. Yeah, and please, the the bounty on, on Ryan Allen's phone number is still... $25. $25. Wow, I was just going to say like 10 bucks, but wow, dude. No, come on. It's worth more than 10 bucks. I wonder if we have any fucking emails. He's our white whale, dude. Danny Bergeron said, great to see you guys on Saturday. Hope you hope to see you again soon. Oh, yeah. So we had a show. Um, yeah, we did. The Saturday, we didn't get to talk about it because I had a bail last week. Danny Bergeron was there. He was uh, there, let yeah. Let me yeah. get him a fair... Uh, Danny, you know what? Danny Bergeron really is a good friend because he subscribes, he listens, he shows up. He's a good guy, man. Thank you, Danny. Great guy. That was fun. That was a fun day, geez. Yeah, dude. It was a great day. All right. So this commercial, have you seen this Hellman's mayonnaise commercial? No, dude. I can't wait. Now, I don't want to be one of those annoying people who overanalyze commercials because at the end of the day, it's a fucking commercial. Who gives a shit? I mean, I've done that. You've seen the fucking Johnny Depp. No, goddamn... th- no, that's not analyzing a commercial. That's analyzing 
how do these people get paid millions of dollars to make this shit and it turns out like total crap? Perfume commercials are the worst. Because they try to be artsy. They're so dumb. And you go, here's all you need to know. for the, A perfume commercial is this. Right? I'm coming up with this on the top of my head. Okay. I'll, yeah. All right. There's a six-year-old boy in downtown <laughs> Italy. Because it always has to be okay. in yeah. like a romantic... I see where you're going. Which I kind of get. Because scenery-wise, that's... That's the most romanticized kind of okay. visual. So it's a six-year-old boy with his mom sitting down eating lunch in Italy. Right? Okay. What are they eating? Um, they're eating spaghetti. <laughs> and I'm serious. This is I'm just coming up with this now. This is yeah, a yeah. this is a proper commercial. Okay. He's walking by. So obviously there's kind of, you know, maybe some accordion music, something very Italian. Yeah. And then a unbelievably gorgeous woman walks by. Oh, Jesus. Right? And she just passes by. The wind is kind of f- like f- making her dress flow. Yeah. So she walks That's by the kid. Part, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're on the water, too. Okay. She walks by, and the kid like turns red in a blushing way, and he sniffs, and he looks behind, and he's like enamored with her. Right? Okay. So then... And the kid will have to have something like some facial feature where he's instantly recognizable. Maybe like, like a, a mole on his like cheek. Like a cleft lip. No, yeah. Maybe like a mole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's the opening. Yeah, yeah. Then cut to, you don't do a time frame. You just let the audience figure it out. Yep. Now you see a 35-year-old dapper young man with the same mole. And he's out to eat and he's holding his wife's hand. Yeah, and he's rubbing her left hand, and you see the ring. Yeah, so you know, like it's there must be their anniversary. Yeah, and the waiter comes by, pops champagne, and this is all an instrumental. There's just music going by. Okay, and then they lean in for a kiss after they do the toast, mm. and you don't see a woman's face, but you just see somebody walk by, and he sniffs, and then just gets up on the table and just leaves the room. That's a perfume commercial because the magic of the perfume. Here's the thing, dude. Here's why I think you're wrong. Oh? Because what you just described is a totally sensible perfume commercial. Perfume commercials do not make sense at all. So it doesn't belong in the universe of perfume commercials. That makes sense. No, like you would do, right. That would be a perfectly fine perfume commercial. Like I'm trying to be Steven Spielberg and their Twin Peaks season three. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So here's kind of what I'm thinking for perfume. This is a perfume commercial that the listeners won't be able to tell if this is already one or not, if I'm making it up or if it and actually you're, is. Are right. you about to tell us what you think is a good one in terms of no, a, no, no. Okay. Not a good perfume commercial, just the fucking. All right. So that's the difference. I was thinking of a good commercial, oh, not, okay. not a good representation of what perfume commercials are, right. which okay. is what you're about to do. So that actually makes sense then. Okay. That was it. a good perfume commercial okay, that you just did. I would hire you at fucking Mad Men. Whatever nice. the fuck their company is called. Mad Men Inc. Is that what it's called? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, let's see. There's um Oh, should I play some like uh should I play some like Italian music? Oh no, here's what I can do. Because all perfume commercials are uh, uh you know what? This is gonna take too long. Yeah, it might take too long. Hold on, wait. Over the last few weeks and 
commercials is that just like oh, this a guy's actually talking about perfume commercials. Let's see if this works. I just want to set the scene. Yeah, I don't even know where my scene's gonna go yet, but uh. Wonder what this music will sound like. Looking for, looking for a fucking song. Well, yeah, I love dude. A new YouTube a commercial and another commercial comes up and you go, God, golly. Ah. <sighs> and sort of um, fashion what that kind of thing. What so, is the this? fuck? Listen, I don't need music. All right, here's a a realistic perfume commercial. Okay, I'm taking ideas from ones I've seen already. There's a guy, right? He's he's walking off stage of a rock concert. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's backstage. He walks. It's all in slow motion and black and white, by the way. So it's slow motion, black and white. He comes down the stairs. He's holding his guitar. He walks outside, out into the alleyway. It had just rained. The, fl- the ground is wet. He throws his guitar in the dumpster gets into some little shitty little like Alfa Romeo, right? Yeah. Starts driving away. As he's driving, his scarf goes flying in the wind. It, it, fall, it falls off. It just keeps going. Yep. Then he's driving along. Then he pulls over. But he's over. not even bothered. He's so suave. No, just so suave. Pulls over. It's a farm. He reaches down, plucks out three large carrots. Yep. Breaks them in half. Sits on them. Breaks them in half, sniffs them, throws them on the ground, gets back in his car, starts driving again. Throws his jacket. His jacket's gone now. It blows away in the wind. Yep. So now he's just driving in like a shirt and pants. Keeps driving. Sees a little kid getting water at a well. Yep. Pulls over. Hauls up, hauls up the bucket. Kid's super excited. Kid's super excited. He gives the bucket to the kid. The kid's, kid's bathing himself. Smiles. Guy gets back in his car. Throws his shirt. Now he's shirtless, just wearing pants. Yep. Driving. Then you see this, um, these like, oh, what do you call them? In in a window, the curtains. Yes. You see these curtains blowing in the wind. Yep. And you see this smoking hot chick like peek out the curtains. Yep. Look down at the road, sees the car coming, immediately shuts the curtains and hides. Okay. She's shot. He comes driving up. Looks up at the window just as the light turns off. He fucking pulls over. There's this old woman sweeping the step. Nice. He, he locks eyes with her, takes his pants off, throws them at her. And she just like picks him up with the broom. Yep. And then he just goes upstairs, kicks in the door, and just throws the girl on the bed. Silk sheets. Yep. Dives down on the bed. The camera goes to the ceiling, and it goes. Shit, you see quoi? Exactly, dude. That really. Shit, no sais quoi. That really is the perfect perfume commercial. New scent by Alfa Romeo. Ah. <laughs> uh. Dude, we should just get into that business. Yeah, we should. That's a fucking perfume commercial, <laughs> dude. We're just storyboarding all these stupid ideas. <laughs> I love that by the time the guy goes to the door, he's just completely naked. 
Uh, but they would they would throw in the old lady for little comic always little comic relief. Well, that's how yeah, and the old lady is always like the way of knowing like this guy is a gentleman, right? Because she's not appalled by seeing his cock outside. Because old women are are notoriously good judges of character. Yes, I don't know why there's notoriety behind that. A barometer, if you will. Yeah, they're a barometer of good character. So she doesn't roll her eyes. She's kind of you know does that little side smile. Right. Right, dude. Damn, you know your shit. So I guess instead of saying rock concert, I should have said we're in Spain. And he's whatever you call the guitar players in Spain. There's a name for it. I forget. Yeah, whatever the Spanish version of like a mariachi guy. Yeah, but it would be like, you know, I'm quoting like a rock show because he's played in front of thousands of people. Dude, I watched one. um, It was with Jude Law. Did I fuck up your mayonnaise thing too? I'm sorry. No, no, because no, I am interested about the fucking helmets. No, 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 we'll go back to that. The mayonnaise thing's very brief. Um, that was fun, dude. I watched. This just shows you the. Rap. We should just come up with commercials. All, all fucking. We should have a segment called. Oh, dude, ask anyone who anyone who's actually in advertising is like, yeah, it's it's really is as stupid as. Feel like we just fuck around with our friends all day. Like my aunt, um, works. Somewhere on State Street, there's some sort of uh, advertising firm in her same building. Mm. And they literally just sit in beanbag chairs. There's ping pong tables. There's beers on tap. And they literally just come up with stupid shit. I just love how you fucking picked it right up. At the end, you go, shin the sequa and turn up the fucking music. Dude, I I know the drill. All right. I'm not going to waste the viewer's time by showing this whole thing because it's six minutes. Especially because they can't see it. <laughs> so this is, yeah, so, yeah, and, they can, and this is an audio podcast only. <laughs> but they'll get the gist of how, all right, so it's with Jude Law and this other guy that I like because he's in uh, Casino Royale with Daniel Craig. But, uh, so this is Johnny Walker, Blue, Johnny Walker Blue. It's not a perfume commercial. Oh, okay. But it's definitely directed by a guy that came from the perfume commercial world. Yes. All right. They're very similar uh Yes. So I'll skip around a little bit, but just to paint the scene right now. So Jude Law and this suave, um, I think he's French guy, are on this gorgeous yacht in some amazing little peninsula. And uh, this commercial is the most nonsensical thing I've seen in a while. They're showing us the ocean and some cliffs. Directed by, it's a fucking commercial, dickhead. Yeah. And Jude Law is the man, by the way. But they're sitting on a sailboat. Yeah. Dressed to the nines. Yep. Jude Law is sniffing his beverage, which is alcohol. Clearly, Johnny. Johnny Walker. I want this boat. The other guy's. That guy's tying a knot. Designed by the Balletto Yard. Variazze, Italy. Nothing like it in the world. Rarer than rare. It's not for sale. So he's talking about. Oh fuck! I know it's tricky, dude. I get. I give Tim Tim shit for this all the time, and it's. It is tricky. So he's talking about how fucking rare and cool his boat is. Yes. While he's sitting there tying a little. You know, practice knots. And then he says, rarest thing in the world that can't be bought. Right. And then he does a fancy trick where 
this thing that looks like a crazy knot that he was just tying just comes untied. And now it's just a... Uh, it's just a straight piece of string. Yeah. Designed by the Balletto Yard. Variazze. Italy. Nothing like it in the world. Rarer than rare. Listen for the knot trick. It's not for sale. There it is. Ooh, so satisfying. I don't want to buy it with money. I want to win it. With a dance. What? What, are you going to suck him off, dude? Like, what the fuck? We dance. All right, so this is... We did dance. All right, so then I've already seen this before. Don't ask me why. All right, so then I'm like... (laughs) Why, dude? So, So then I'm like watching it. And then so then you see Jude Law go into town and he has this giant room. And then he invites this guy. Well, there's little feet painted on the floor, yeah. so So now Jude Law is playing the piano. This is minutes later in the video. I just I just saved everyone. And then all these women come out. Somehow the piano's still playing even though he's... And then they just dance. What is this? And then... And then apparently it works on the guy. And then now... They're back on the boat. And Jude Law... Just repeats. I want to buy this book. Built in 1928. And then he just repeats the same shit. By the renowned. And then the guy says, Oh, I don't want to buy it. I want to win it. And then it ends. What the? Sounds like a waste of six minutes, Sturt. I'll bet you the guy who directed that commercial got paid $15 million. So two rich guys sit on a boat. He's like, I have this boat. It's so sick, so rare. You can't even fucking buy it. Well, I don't want to buy it, dude. I want to win it with a dance. Yeah, so it sounds like you're pretty easily won over. So he gets 30 hot women, does some dumb choreographed dance. That makes the guy want to give this guy his boat. So bad, in fact, that 10 minutes later, he's like, I want to buy his boat off you with a dance. Makes no fucking sense. (laughs) Yeah. That director's a fucking moron. And it actually makes me feel bad now because I went to shit. I wanted to shit on this Hellman's mayonnaise commercial, but compared to (laughs) that and the perfume, actually, I love this commercial now. (laughs) No, but so this commercial. So the I get the um, slogan is turning nothing into something, right? Which means. Which means, you know, I get what it means. You have a bland meal and you put Hellman's mayonnaise on and all of a sudden... It's not Hellman's bring out the best? No, this is a new one. This is from five months ago. 11,000 views. Okay, so it'll be more artsy. And And who are these... I'm shitting on this um, on my podcast because I have no material. Who are the other 11,000 watching this? Probably other podcasters. (laughs) But um, (laughs) this commercial makes no sense. Because they they took it literally with turning nothing into something. So these people have no food in their house. Okay. And then they have Hellman's 
and now they have all these great meals. They're just eating spoonfuls. This of doesn't Hellman's? make any sense. What's the title of this? So people want to, if people want to watch it, Hellman's turn nothing into something. Yeah, Empty see. fridge. I have nothing to eat. Nothing. 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 They have like random little pieces of fucking Hold on, vegetables. I can do something. Turning nothing into something. Now, how'd you get all this chicken? Look at this. He's got a full sandwich. Turn nothing into something. Jesus. It's amazing what you can do with nothing. Oh, that's not nothing. Not waste. Yeah, this is dumb. So they're like, I have no food. And they look in their fridge and there's like half of a tomato and like a fucking rotten lime in their fridge. And then and then suddenly the guy's like, oh, I have Hellman's. And he's dolloping Hellman's into a giant into a giant chicken fajita. <laughs> With delicious-looking chicken and peppers and onions and a nice tortilla. So mayonnaise was, or you mean tortilla? Tortilla. And then the other guy that also had nothing is suddenly eating fucking a delicious-looking potato salad with tons of ingredients in it. Fucking pisses me. And off. then some other ladies putting Hellman's in a fucking pan with like eight different fucking vegetables in it. Oh, you know who has the best BLT? Speaking of, yeah, who? The goat man. Oh, listen, the goat is a little underrated. It's, we went to uh, Maggie's wedding in Portsmouth this You're weekend, me. which was awesome. Dude, Portsmouth and, you know, something you don't know because we go to Portsmouth pretty often, but mm. it's like the greatest when there's a wedding that you're not in and the wedding doesn't start till five and you have this whole day to fucking kill time. Yep. It's the greatest walking around and getting cocktown ever. Right. Well, no, Portland's number one, but Portsmouth is number two. Um. But we woke up in the hotel, and I was like, I don't want fucking breakfast. Breakfast food sucks. Sorry, but it does. Bre- Here's how much breakfast food sucks. I can make you breakfast, and it'll come out fine. Yeah. That's how That's how shit I do the meal en- of breakfast is. I do enjoy a good breakfast, though. I know, but like when it comes to paying for shit. Well, like- if it comes down to it, really what I'm saying is I like going to brunch, which is not like really breakfast. Exactly. Brunch is like the millennials answer to breakfast. It's breakfast, but I don't want to wake up before 10. It's a reason to drink booze. Yes. That's what lunch was before to all the other generations. But I went into the goat. The Portsmouth goat I actually like way better because it actually has natural light coming in it. Right. And I think that was the original one. At least that's what Karen said. And um, we had some waitress. Obviously hot because it's the goat. Obviously. Only hot blondes work there. And um, they only had their breakfast menu. <gasps> it was like 1130. <gasps> and I was like, can I just get a BLT? And she said, yep. And I turned nothing into something. Wow, dude. And it was great. They're Bloody Marys too. Oh, so good. The thing with Bloody Marys is there's a tall barrier of entry. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, I'll let you finish. No, if the mix, it's really, you live and live or die by the mix. You do. If the mix isn't right, the whole thing's fucked. Yeah. Now listen, I made Bloody Marys for many years. Yes. Professionally. You did. And I'll tell you, some fucking restaurants have terrible Bloody Marys. There's this fucking pre-mixed shit called Zing Zang. Yep. God fucking awful. If you think that that's a good Bloody Mary, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, dude? Because I know some people think that it's like the best. It's not. It sucks. You got to make it yourself, dude. 
You do. You know? A little fucking tomato juice, some fucking salt and pepper. Heavy on the pepper. Heavy on the pepper. Heavy on the Worcestershire sauce. Yes. A lot of fucking horseradish. Tons of celery salt. Yep. Fucking whip that bitch up. Lemon juice. Oh. It's got to be a, an explosion. Yeah, it should be an explosion, dude. If you if you sip a Bloody Mary and it just goes down like kind of lukewarm water. It should be thick. You go, what? You should be like, I can't have more than like one and a half of these. A Bloody Mary should take you at least 18 minutes to drink. Oh, yeah. And that's three times the amount it takes me to drink a vodka soda. Right. And this was this had that nice spice. Ooh. Because we got the extra spicy. Yep, and you put the hot sauce. Yeah, dude. We're like the corner, the corner of my mouth was like burning after it was done. That's how I knew it was good. Good lord. That's impressive. Fucking great though. And I didn't for some reason they didn't burn the roof of my mouth because I love the bread they use because it's like this very thick toast. Oh, yeah, dude. You can tell it's toast. Like, it's not just bread that they toasted. Mm. You're like, that's a toast. They bought it as toast. <laughs> yeah, it was bought specifically to be toast. Yeah. And it, it comes has... from the factory already toasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it already had the crust that was crispy, and the top of it was, like, soft enough where I could get by without scraping the roof of my mouth. Jesus. Supposedly in Japan. great. You like crustless bread is a thing. Well, in Japan they have the BRT. What's that? It's it's just how they pronounce BLT. Okay. But uh, wait, <laughs> they have what? Crustless bread. You know, how, like little sh- snot-nosed kids are like, cut my fucking yeah. crust off. Like the whole loaf is just a square le- white thing with no crust. I don't like that. I don't know if I do either. Some I get that a lot of people. I bet you most Americans would like that. Yeah, they probably would. But I like I like crust. Yeah, me too. But also, how the idea of a soft breaded sandwich, other than a PB and J, disturbs me. Yeah, it depends because then it's getting stuck in the roof of your mouth and shit. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's just I don't like a soft texture when I'm eating like something substantial. Yeah, I like you know, yeah, texture. Right. I don't watch as mush. Exactly. Before we get too far from the subject, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's just so ridiculous that we just got to do it again yeah and this is i think subconsciously where most of my perfume commercial oh okay uh came from okay this is what you were inspired by this is dior sauvage just the johnny depp one johnny depp i even said johnny depp johnny so it starts with a overhead view of a city okay nice and rock music look at him he's playing an electric guitar he's so fucking cool now he's driving in the desert he sees a bull in the road. I don't know. In the desert. He does a burnout. <laughs> I think that was a buffalo. Oh, yeah, right. He does a burnout. Oh, yeah, now he's just... So he does a burnout in the... Fucking A, dude. Right, You're right. It's a short commercial. You're right. He does a burnout in the fucking sand, then pulls over, sees an eagle, <laughs> so decides to take a shovel out of his trunk and start digging a hole. Okay. <laughs> so, it really is that stupid. This is what exactly what's going on. So burnout, there's the eagle, takes out the shovel, starts digging a hole. Something I can't And digging it terribly. Digging it terribly. He's getting, throwing the entire getting so he's he's scooping the sand and instead of doing a side toss, he's tossing it over his head. All over himself. And then he just rips his necklace off, puts it in the puts it in the hole, and covers it with rocks. 
magic. And then just stands up and looks at the sky and starts crying. What a fucking loser. And that's 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 how you sell perfume, folks. Like I know I get that they probably gave him, you know, 10 10 million dollars to do that, but like at one point wouldn't you go like, yeah, I'm looking at the what we're shooting today. What does this fucking mean? And I think it's one of those pretentious things where everyone involved knows it's bullshit. Just like when you were talking about your premise. Yes. You were just winging it. Right. I think if you were some high-end director and you just said that, a lot of people would go, oh, that's brilliant. Right. It's like the kid that took his his eyeglasses off at the arts museum. Exactly. And then stared at it, tugging his chin, and within minutes, everyone was surrounding it, thinking it was an exhibit. Dude, so when I was... When I had like, artsy people suck. They do. So when I had like my art classes in college, because I did like drawing one, two, three, or whatever the fuck. <clears throat> part so like a big part of the class is like obviously you go home, you draw something, then the next day you bring it in and you have to like explain basically why what you did is art. Right? Yeah. And as you get deeper into the fucking levels of Abstraction. college art courses. Oh, like drawing two? Yeah, and then drawing three, and then they let you sit on, they make you sit in on the, like, senior art thesis fucking, their big projects. Yep. And the further you get into that, the more you realize it's just a full of shit contest. Yes. So, like, the guy will be like, oh, well, I drew this because, you know, this reminds me of a pasta dish that my mother used to make when we lived on, you know lived out in fucking whatever in Italy, right? So that's why I drew this uh, fucking empty plate because my mom is dead now, right? Right. So you're like, wow, that guy's full of shit. <laughs> like, maybe there is some truth to that, but he clearly... <laughs> I thought you were going to go. So you're like, oh, man, that guy means what he says. He... <laughs> no, it's totally true. It's totally but true. then the professor will be like, well, you know, I don't know about that though, because I can see from the from the angle at which you chose to draw the empty plate that there's some kind of falsehood within you that you're not coming to grips with because the shadow of the plate isn't isn't on the left side, it's on the right side. He's like And well, so now the the student has to fucking think quick on his feet and come up with an even more full of shit response. So now it's a ping pong. It's table tennis bullshit. So then he has to be like, well, see, the reason that the shadow is on the right side is because I wanted the viewer to think what you thought. I while want- I have this the real secret, which is actually the opposite of what you just said, hidden within me. I know that that's a falsehood, with the shadow being there, and that's what I'm putting out there for people to see. I'm not trying to hide my falsehoods. I know that I have stuff to hide, but in my art, I don't hide my falsehoods. I want you to think I'm hiding something. Exactly, dude. <laughs> you would get an A fucking plus in art school. You know how you know you're an artist? How? I don't care if you're a musician or a painter or a writer. There's a quick and easy way to know if you're an artist. People pay money for your art. (laughs) If everything you do, every song you record, every painting you paint, every photograph you frame, people go, 
Yeah, I'm not buying that. You're not a fucking artist. <laughs> and that sounds shallow and and unartistic, but that's literally true. I think even Stephen King said even you're, you're you're not a writer if you can't pay your utilities bill with money you made from writing. That's a good point, dude. And it's true. But the, I'm not a mathematician if I can't do fucking mul- multiple multiples. And here's what these courses get wrong. Multiplication As, tables is what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All you can really do for most art classes is teach the craft. The artistic side, the side that thinks of what to draw, thinks of what to express, you can figure that out later when you find a promising student. Right. But you really, you only have to teach the craft and that's what's missing nowadays from art like if you go into like this is what people don't understand so they look at cubism like what picasso did and they're like what the fuck this is stupid but picasso knew the craft like picasso used to be a realist you can go to see his paintings when he was like 20 right and there were fucking photographs right he knew the craft of the art he had a basis. Right. That's what you should be teaching. Yeah, it's like it's like a um it's like somebody who doesn't know how to play an instrument. Yes. Just slapping shit and recording yes. it and being like, I'm a free form jazz player. But then you take some guy who's actually like an unfucking believable jazz player. Yep. And then he records like a free form jazz song, which kind of just sounds like somebody hitting shit. But it's totally fucking different. Well, and if so, if you want to be a really great writer, the worst explanation ever. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But if all right, if you want to be a really great writer, your most effective medium is the written word. So you need to know the fundamentals of grammar. You need to know how to put together a sentence that flows. So, like, you have to get the craft. If you want to write the great novel, it can't be a fucking mess of sentences put together. Right. It doesn't matter what your grandiose meaning of the of the piece was. There needs to be some sort of foundation. And everybody knows this by the way. I talk I talked to so many fucking pretentious musicians that I met over the years and they know themselves the reason you slave over honing your guitar craftsmanship is because you know the best means through which you can express yourself and create the best art is by becoming good at the fucking craft. Is right. becoming good at the guitar. Right. No one goes like, yeah, that could kind of, you know, he only has like six months of guitar experience, but like what he's coming up with is incredible. Unbelievable. So I fucking hate when you go to college and these phonies are so tied up in the abstraction of stuff. And Ugh. you go, why don't we first figure out if I can draw a fucking fruit bowl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Figure out how to eat a fruit bowl before you try and draw one by. Exactly. Okay. But then you have a bunch of, I'll bet you all of the perfume directors went to college. Because only right. in a Where else system you learn? of idiots could yeah. you learn to be that stupid. See? Perfect example, dude. Your fucking perfume commercial made total sense. It would have been a great commercial yes. because you didn't go to film school. Yes. But someone who did go but to you films. you did go to film school. <laughs> yours was genius. <laughs> no, maybe that's what it needs. 
Oh. Maybe you're right. How about this? Let's come up with a fucking. Oh man, what kind a of way com- to become perfume directors? No, let's come up with a with a. So pick any product. We're going to come up with a commercial right now. Oh, all right. Like ketchup or something, or like. How about not do condiments? Uh, how about uh, like a like a dishwasher or a refrigerator or something? A refrigerator. Or do you want to stick with mostly like food? Oh man, I'm actually realizing this is a bad idea. Yeah, because it could be tough. Yeah, let's not do it. All right. Um, fucking, hey man, what's up with uh, airplane food, huh? <laughs> you know what's so funny? <laughs> that, like, the original airplane food joke, some guy wrote the original airplane food critique. Yeah. And it's now embedded into society. <laughs> As a representation of stand-up comedy. <laughs> Isn't it just so funny? That is pretty crazy. The etymology of all these things. It's hilarious. I mean, folks, he's but, got a fucking point. I've also been thinking about this. I'm thinking I'm going to put the ads back on the fucking episodes, dude. Yeah? Because hear me out. Hear me out, okay? Because you want to be an artist that makes money off his art? Yeah. No, but if ever since I said that, you're like, fuck, we got to put the ads back for the listeners, right? They love ads. They're going to skip the ads anyway because they got the 15 second thing. You just hit the thing twice. The ads are over. Who gives a fuck? I like the 30 second forward 15 back. Is that a Spotify thing? I think that's a Apple podcast. Apple podcast thing. But um, I like it. Looking at our thing, our, our, you know, traffic backdoor anchor fucking dashboard thing. By not having ads on like a hundred episodes and only having them on like fifty episodes makes you realize how much goddamn money we we just leave on the table mm. for no reason because everyone's gonna skip the fucking ads anyway. Yeah, there's really no consequence to the ads, right? And you guys aren't really paying us money like a couple people do. Fucking Alex does. I I, I, I don't remember if Crystal gives us money. Um, probably does. Great guy either way. We uh, need money fact. We need money fact. Dude, you hear this? Listen. Uh, that thing is really uh, stops doing it as soon as I want to fucking. <laughs> um, <laughs> the podcast is so bad that it doesn't even work to be shitty when we need it to. Yeah, let's put the ads back. Fuck it. Because this fucking mic stand can sucks. Can you use dude. the same script you used last time? Do you need to recut a new. I think I can just use the same fucking script. And we'll just use it until we get deplatformed. But now I'm gonna have to go through every episode and just throw them on there. It's gonna will suck. they pay us retroactively? No, it, no. So that's the thing too is we missed out on all this payment because you know, say a hundred people listen every episode, right? They already listened to the episode; they're not gonna listen to it again. So we missed out on a hundred people listening's pay. Right, 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 right. So right. I fucked us, is what I did. No, because I, I, I remember you saying like, should we just get rid of it? And I said, yeah, too. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's definitely your fault. Because but, uh, you were Venmoing me like six bucks a year. <laughs> I was like, why don't we just why don't we just tank this fucking thing? Uh, nah, it wasn't that. It, we, it was more than that. But, right. But yeah, you're right, dude. Because honestly, if you think about it, even if it was only a couple hundred bucks, that's shit that we could buy a new stand. We could buy a new fucking mic stand. Microphone fuck that you bought for the G show. Really? The only reason I'm doing this is so that I can buy us new mic stands. Okay? So I'm going to put the ads back on. You guys aren't going to complain. 
and you're going to fucking deal with it. And if you want it to fucking, sorry, if you want it to fucking stop, then send us lots of money all the time. That's the only reason the ads will stop. I wonder how much money we would make if everyone paid us $3 a month. We'd fucking kill it, dude. We would make like $150 a month. Dude, that's more than I pay in fucking in uh, Netflix fees. Dude, what is the deal with this? So this is like the fourth person that I've seen a text message about this thing today. What? The people stacking up milk crates and climbing up them. And Dude, I watched a bunch of those on the way here. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Let's break our wrist. That's all the rage here. Why? And there's no way to do it. Like, what you have to do, I've noticed. I've the girls have like a higher center of gravity. Or, I think they have a lower I mean, center uh, of gravity. Yeah, because they're better at it. Yeah, because so guys have broader shoulders. They're more top heavy. Girls have more like center, like their asses is like where all their weight is. Right. I'm if, not if they're know. thick. They're thick, and they have small shoulders, generally lighter, thinner upper bodies. Yeah, that's why they're awful cops. <laughs> but uh, full circle—that's how comedy works. I think works, what sucks. you have to do, you know, those shows like the Wipeout shows and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, dude. When you when there's like the giant man-made kind of lily pads that you got to, mm. your only way to do it is just run across and hope that there's some sort of centrifugal thing keeping you afloat. Yeah, dude. That, I think, still applies to the milk crates. I think what you need to do... Is just go. You have to just run. When you get to the very top and you and you equivocate and you're like... Uh, you're Yeah, when you turn into a goat at the top of the... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, when you turn into fucking a goat from Emperor's New Groove. You have to just keep running all the way down. Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Because you don't want to wipe. And first of all, there's nothing to lose by that tactic because you don't, if you don't do that, you're going to wipe out at the peak. Sure. So you got to just fucking make a run for it. No matter what, you're breaking your wrist. So you might as well go out with fucking style. I've seen people land on their faces. Oh, God. It's fucking brutal, dude. Are, what are the age of the general? So I'm going to guess that nobody over the age of like 26 is doing this. Would you yeah. say that's correct? Yes. Because when you're fucking younger, you're like, oh, this is this is hilarious, and I'm going to be able to do it better than everyone else. And Yeah, you need the young arrogance. Film, film me, dude. Where when you're older, you go, uh, you're an idiot. Even if I did that, even if I made it from one side to the other, what, what, what I did I gain from that? Nothing. Nothing. And I'm risking being really hurt. For like and two months. that's one of those things, like always, the people that are nervous about getting hurt always get hurt. You kind of right. need, it's like all your all your friends and shit that are good at ski, skateboarding and skiing, they're never afraid of getting hurt. Right. And that's why they're good at it. Right. Because they it commit. Yes. Confidence begets success. Confidence baguettes and success, folks. Exactly. Jesus, criminy snickets. Dude, look at how awful this one is. Oh, he's pulling up Darman, folks. This one's short. I watched it last night in bed. He said it's short. He watched it in over bed t- over last tea. night over tea, folks. Also, something I got to stop doing. Got to stop looking at TikTok late at night. Was up until four in the fucking morning last That's night. That's what you're doing till four? 
Well, so what happens is like you. What do you call that thing on your screens too that makes it so you can't sleep? Blue light. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So <laughs> how do I forget that? You. Uh, it's not like blue light. Thing? You do it for like, you know. Here's what happens pretty much every night. I go to bed at fucking like eleven. Okay. Because yes. I'm responsible. So you don't go to sleep. You go to bed. I go to bed. Then I lay in bed until like one thirty. Just pointing, fucking the, just pointing the AR-15 at the ceiling. Yeah, and pulling the trigger and cocking it and pulling the trigger. Um, and fucking just scrolling TikTok or Instagram, which I feel like a degenerate for because like I'm, I'm so against doing exactly what I do every night. Right. And then like you get to a point where like you're not tired anymore, so then you just keep scrolling. And right. then before you know it, it's four in the morning and you can't sleep because you're all jacked up because you're watching people fall on milk crates. Yep. And then... It's fucking, you usually wake up at 6.30, but now you open your eyes, your alarm's not even going off, you pull out your phone and it's 9.30 and you were supposed to be at the office in half an hour ago. You know how to use it as your advantage though? How's that? And I'm being serious. I don't watch TikTok or, or what's what's the other one? Whatever the fuck. I'll, I'll scroll to YouTube though. But mm, that, a, I feel like that'd be just as bad. No, but I use it to my advantage. So oh. when I when I go to bed, I go to bed, and I'm typically out like a fucking light. Oh, jeez, not like dude. a light fuck. Light fuck. No, this is what you do. Then I wake up in the morning. So I go, I try to go to the gym every morning around seven. Yep. Been slacking lately, but right fuck. This is what you do. So you set your you. So I set my alarm for six forty. So my alarm goes off, and I'm so tired, so sleepy. Right. So I go, fuck, I really just want to see that. And I go, nope. And I force myself to pull my phone out and go on fucking YouTube. And I use the blue light sh- strength that's normally a weakness as an advantage. So here's the thing, dude, is I do that too. <laughs> but you also didn't fix my problem. You just... Now I give you another thing. To- gave me another thing. Yeah. I do that too, though. I pull out my phone. I and then next thing eye. I know, I'm like, ah, fuck, I might as well wake up. Right. Yeah. The key is to just go to bed. Well, the key is to go back to fucking reading when I get in bed. Yeah. Get the fucking phone out of here. Just read. Because now two things happen. One, I'm reading. Yep. Learning things. And you're sleeping in 30 seconds. And I'm asleep in 30 fucking seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Reading is the best thing that you can do to go to bed. Reading is the best thing you can do to not get any reading done. Yeah, if you're sick of staying up late reading things, try reading. <laughs> uh, the weird thing, though, is that, if, if I tried to do that on like an iPad book, probably wouldn't go to sleep. Yeah, then you, and then you'd be pissed because you just read a whole book. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick your battles. What's worse? Yeah, I just keep buying books, being like, I can't wait to read this, and then just getting into bed reading the first three pages and going to sleep. Yeah, well, dude, that's what... I, and I know I have a way easier time because I I read way more now because I work from home because I'll literally be at my fucking computer at 3 o'clock and I'll just read a book. Wow. Not read a book, but I'll open a book. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but I'll read it. I just open it. No, the key is this is... And I know I've talked about this before. This is how I had such a large on-deck pile of books. Yeah, yeah. And I was, and they and they were books that I really wanted to read. You think I've read any of those books? <laughs> no, but that's a great pile. I actually I read uh, three of the four. Fuck. But the um, no, you say I'm reading. You read fifty pages a day. 
And you can, if you need to break it up, read 10 pages five times. So what you're saying is? I'm saying the average book is 300 pages. So, wow, dude, I could read a book so fast if I did that. You in every six days, you'd finish a three hundred page book, and it doesn't. And you really only took, you know, dude. You know how long it usually takes me to read one book, but that's not because you're reading and trying to finish it. That's because you're reading like ten pages and, and then, then falling asleep. So if you stick to the fifty page thing, right? It doesn't take you long to read a book because you're a slow reader. It's because the amount of pages you're reading per session are Small, so tired, so sleepy. Because you're so tired, so sleepy. Right. Uh, but it's nothing Darman can't fix. Yeah, let's hear what he's got to say. So this is a really good. So uh, Darman recently interviewed Bill Gates, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good. Bill Gates has a really good take on this because as spoiler alert, I guarantee have not seen this yet. <laughs> I guarantee Bill Gates says um like thirty seven times. Uh, well, it's not the real Bill Gates. Oh, fuck. All right. It's it's the guy from, it's the hot dog guy from the other video. The company you co-founded and built oh, is Anders. now worth a whopping Mr. Gates. The company you co-founded and built is now worth Remember, a recognize whopping the hot dog guy? He's an old man trillion dollars. Yes, Tanya, that's correct. Oh, wow. Dear. And to top it all off, you yourself alone, as of this year, 2019, are now worth over $105 billion. That's incredible. Yeah, he adjusts his glasses so like a fucking me, tool. Because I have to ask for everyone out there who's watching this right now, how does it feel to be the richest man in the world? Here we go. Take it away, Tanya. Tanya. Being the richest man is actually, you know what? I am not the richest man in the world. It's like the game what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're not the richest man this? in the world, then who is? No. A man I met a very long time ago. Oh, Someone oh. far richer than I am. Because DK Landers. Thirty-five years ago, I didn't have much. Hey, there he is. Good morning, Bill. How you doing? Hey, Teddy, how's business? Uh, honestly, I'm barely making it out here. They keep raising the rent and... Look, I tell you, if it wasn't for these tips, some nights I wouldn't even eat. There's two nickels on there. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, what you gonna do, you know? Actually, I can relate. My business is not doing so well right now either. I'm sure you can relate to a guy who only made 10 well, cents in the day. You're a smart guy, Bill. If anybody can get it figured out, it's you. Oh, that'll be 50 cents. Yeah, man, you know, I just can't get this thing figured out. You know, it's like. What's up with these guys I'm going sorry, to these poor guys' them, stands? Dude. And not having this is any money. I uh, will just come back later. Just like the hot dog guy. Hey, Bill. You forgot your paper. I got it. No, 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 no. I cannot let you do that for me, Teddy. No, no, no. I, I'll just write you a check, okay? Um, do me. So what? What happened was he obviously forgot his fucking wallet or whatever. Has no money. <clears throat> 
And so he's like, don't worry, dude, I'll take the money out of my tip jar. Right, as if it, as if he can just give him the paper. Right. <laughs> he already paid for and he's like, He's like, whoa, 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 I can't let you do that. And then imagine the guy goes, what the fuck's it matter, dude? It's two nickels. <laughs> <laughs> paper, though, and Ooh, don't nice. cash this. Well, it would be quarters, I guess. Ah, oh, wait. Thank you. Uh, the paper yeah. costs 50 cents. I'll just... Write you a check, okay? Um, and he goes, don't cash this till next week. Favor, though, and don't cash this until next week. <laughs> Dude, does, does Darman, like, again, has Darman ever met that. a person? You see... Oh, you see... I may not have much money, but being rich ain't about what you got in your bank. Yeah, dude, but you it's need to, like, you got feed in your, your fucking family. <laughs> Thank you very much, Teddy. I won't forget this. As if Bill could just read the paper real quickly and give back. Right, exactly. Like he really needs the fucking paper that Yeah. Time. So you see. Oh, you were always he's seeing. the richest man in the world. But I don't understand. How is a poor newspaper vendor the richest man in the world? Well, it doesn't end there. You see. Oh, we're always seeing. I've been thinking about him a lot lately. So I'm sure I went still to pay him there. a visit before this interview. So now Teddy. old Bill Gates is going back to the same newspaper stand. Why? Why do they pick Bill Gates to make a yeah, fixer? Yeah, I have no idea. Name, <laughs> well, they should pick DK Leonard. i How you doing? Oh wow! I didn't think that you would remember me. Oh, of course <laughs> I remember you, old buddy. <laughs> back then you didn't have much money, and now you are billionaire. He goes, back then, you couldn't even pay we'll for my fucking paper here, when huh? I only did 10 well, cents in my know, tip jar. Love out the Washington Post. I couldn't help but remember yeah. all the times that you were so kind to me all those years ago. You only had two quarters, because and yet you still helped me. Here's five bucks. Now, Darman is you. a fucking child. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> Imagine reading That's this, writing check. the script. So, and then However casting you need, adults. It's to yours. You can buy whatever you want. Bill, I, I appreciate this, but but you, I, I can't accept so this. So Bill Gates just handed him I'm a sorry. blank check. But are you sure about that? I, I mean, you could open up a new newsstand or, or buy a house or anything. A check whatever for you want. You, you would be rich. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bill. But. <laughs> Like I told you all those years ago, being rich ain't about what's in your bank account. Because, because you see, it's about yeah. what's in your heart. And right now, I got everything I could ever need. Dude, this is like the dumbest. Like said, <laughs> you are truly an inspiring person, Teddy. Type in the uh, new richest man in the world, Darman, so you can see this guy's great seeing you again. Fucking facial expressions. <laughs> he's the worst. He always does that thing like he's farting, but he wants to contain it. Yeah. Hey, Bill. He goes, hey, Bill, fuck you, dude. I got your paper. For time's sake. <laughs> fuck you, Bill. Ah, oh, it's like clearly one piece of paper. Yeah. I'm sure the Washington Post is like a uh, milli- uh, fucking so centimeter see, thick. Teddy oh, so you is see. the richest man in the world. Because... Being rich isn't about what you have in your bank. It's about what you have She's in like, your heart. He's like, all right, heart. then give me a billion dollars. Right. Wow, He's Mr. like, wow. Gates. He goes, well, come on. I got bills <laughs> Thank to pay. Thank you for sharing that. 
He goes, for a perfect well, example, he goes, right now I'm buying up all the farmland in America and preventing normal farmers from having a living. Right. See? So, so, so they're see, so rich. So you see, I tell myself that people don't need money to be happy so that when I take away everybody's money, I don't feel guilty about it. Right. So you see... So you see, if you're whining that I'm buying up all this farmland and forcing people out of their homes, I'm making them richer because I'm letting them know that the the other things than money are yeah, what having, make you rich. Yeah, having things doesn't make you. So you rich. see, right? Also, can we talk about how this vaccine doesn't work? <laughs> No, it literally doesn't work. Well, hold on. The whole so the whole time this video is playing, as I kept wanting to make like a so you see, I'm gonna vaccinate you <laughs> joke or some shit, and then you just came out with that right at the fucking end, and it just it just struck a chord in my funny bone. Have you fucking seen? Now they do three booster shots. Did you see the news? All right, so Israel ninety percent ninety percent yep of Israelis above the age of sixty five. Are vaccinated. Okay. And uh, I don't know the actual number, but they're all fucking hospitalized. I mean, all the people in Israel that are hospitalized are, are vaccinated people. Gotcha. Over the age of 60. <clears throat> and when they, how do we already need a third booster shot? Yeah, we isn't, shouldn't even need one. Isn't yet. the vaccine only like nine months old? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Because it doesn't work. So I'm going to put this shit in my body and then it's so weak that I just continually need to boost this shit. Bro, you have to get the vaccine so that COVID doesn't get you. Okay, got it. Well, but I can still get sick. Yeah, well, because you, you need the booster because you're not safe yet, dude, because the, the thing you got isn't real. Yeah, and vaccinated people can still spread it to unvaccinated people. Right. So you need this this other thing. And vice versa. Once you get this other thing, you're good. So then you get that and they go, but still, you're not protected because you need the other thing, dude. This vaccine And then 30, 37 booster shots down the road. <laughs> They're like, once you get the 38th, we can go back to normal. This vaccine stinks. It doesn't work. Stinks like shit. <laughs> it doesn't fucking work. And everybody knows it except our media is is lying about it. For some reason, they admitted that seventy four percent of the P town people were vaccinated that went to that went to the hospital, but they're lying about everything else. I mean, they fucking. We need DK Landers. The thing that sucks is when people when people debate shit like this, and they start bringing numbers into the debate, which would make a good point for their side. Except right. for the fact that all the numbers they're using are total fucking bullshit. Because then you start looking into it and they're like, well, this, they already said though that like there was, this was like 60% of these numbers weren't fucking real. So why are you still using these numbers? Shit like that. I know I'm making a bad fucking example, dude. No, but you'd have a much harder time proving that this vaccine is effective in fighting COVID. Than you would. I'm not anti the vaccine. I actually like. I liked that the vaccine was around because I thought that was gonna get rid of this, and then people could stop being fucking annoying about COVID. Yeah, whatever makes you feel safe, dude, is fine with me, as long as it doesn't involve 
you forcing anything on me. But the COVID shit has not fucking changed since the vaccine. Nothing has changed. Um, one, I don't believe that hospitals are being overrun. Can we see some footage of this? Yeah, I'm waiting for that. What? So they're saying hospitals are being so overrun, they they have no fucking, uh, no employees to help, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they're firing uh, loads and loads of nurses that refuse to get the vaccine. All right. So, so how does that make sense? So Joe Biden pulls out of Afghanistan, right? Yeah. Which is in the fucking Middle East. Wait, Afghanistan's in the Middle East? And within an hour, we have a million views of iPhone footage, them hopping onto planes, them fucking... Going down, storming the runway. Mm. We have footage right now of women protesting the Taliban. Uh, Wouldn't the footage of hospitals being overrun in the middle of this pandemic that we're losing our rights over be like on every fucking news story? How do I have? How do I immediately have footage from fucking Afghanistan? Right. But I'm supposed to believe that, like, like I was in a fucking Uber in Portsmouth. And I know they're all fucking woke and completely uninformed. But the guy's going like, oh, yeah, man, what's happening in, in Florida and Texas is fucking crazy. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And first of all, these are the same people who sucked Cuomo's dick the whole time. They had the worst numbers of any fucking state right. in the country. These aren't serious people. And yet, for some reason, they're able to walk around being totally ignorant of everything. Unbelievable. And that's the difference. Here's my COVID policy doesn't intrude on anybody else. Right. These retards COVID policy intrudes on everybody else and they're fucking wrong about everything. Right. Focus. Anyway, Bill Gates is a fucking cuck. Yeah, he is. Nobody likes Bill Gates. I definitely don't like Bill Gates. I think he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. And by the way, MSNBC, the MS stands for Microsoft. So when you hear nice things about Bill Gates on MSNBC, they should they shouldn't even be allowed to fucking cover him. Right. Just like Tesla Fox News shouldn't be allowed to cover fucking Elon Musk. Right, dude. You know? Right. Fucking ridiculous. Even fucking Bill Maher, who's typically an annoying leftist, he got into hot water on his show because it was like he was like, I literally got the vaccine. I didn't fucking want it, but I did it to be a team player. And now they're telling me I have to continually put more and more boosters of this shit into my body. And it's not. Fu- it's clearly not fucking doing anything. Right. The vaccine doesn't fucking work. Look at Israel. Look at England. They're the most heavily vaccinated first world countries. Their media isn't obsessed with covering shit up like ours is. So they're actually reporting the shit. And you say it's, it's a fucking joke. And by the way, the Delta variant was first prevalent in Britain and first prevalent in Israel. Yeah. And I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-idiot. Fauci. Right. I'm an anti-fauciist. <laughs> and can we please just get rid of Fauci? If we get rid of Fauci, I'll stop talking about COVID. Okay. Yeah. I'd be down. I, I have Fauci derangement syndrome. I do, too. Fauci, I hate that fucking... Fauci could tell me it's Tuesday, and I'd be like... Pfft. I hate that wheezy fuck. I said crowds! I can't do a Fauci. I know, it's tough. It really is! It's fine. 
I can't do it. A lot of people said. I just, everything turns into Trump. <laughs> I am gay. I am black. <sighs> see if can get I am it. a woman. I am gay. Um, I mean, this, this is what it sounds like when the episode's winding down. They're like, yeah, I know. They're like, this is what it sounds like when we unsubscribe. But, um, yeah, so, uh, folks. Do we have anything coming out? Do we have any shows or anything? No, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, we have another podcast next week on Tuesday. I am disabled. Wait. I am a woman. Oh, yeah, we do have a podcast on Tuesday. I am black. I am gay. I am disabled. I am a woman. <laughs> Why would you say that if you didn't think it was going to be on our podcast? Uh <laughs> They hand him the paper. They're like, can you read this? He goes, this isn't going to be on that podcast with those two fucking guys. Right? He goes, no, 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 I'm not reading this. Next thing I know, it's going to wind up on the I'm So Sure cast. <laughs> I'm going to be thrown out for grabbing a girl's ass or something. Oh, my God, dude. Jesus. Jesus Kroby. Fucking thing sucks. If it worked, you wouldn't need a booster. Okay? Right? It's like a seat. If a seat at a restaurant was fine for your kid, you would need a booster seat. The booster is needed because the seat doesn't adequately help the kid. Seat to the child. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> adequately seat the kid. And it's not going to start stop with one booster or two or three or four or five. You're going to need to get this goddamn vaccine so every over, year. If over time, so now you grew up, right? So now you're taller than five foot six. Yep. And... But they didn't learn to make taller seats. So even though you kept growing, you still needed a booster seat. Mm. And now you're getting... They basically keep raising the height of the table. They keep ra- The table height keeps going up, and then you keep needing extra boosters to sit right. to reach the table. And you can never reach the table. Well, after a while, wouldn't you just say, like, why don't we just use ladders or something? Right. Or just deal with me not eating on a table. And then you look over at the other table where there's people just sitting in chairs at like a regular level table. And you go, what's up with those people? How come they're eating at a regular high table? You go, well, those are the people that never got the booster. Or no, it's the, it's like the it's like the milk crate people. So it's like <laughs> you now you're a milk crate guy because you need so many boosters. Right. Yep. And then there's people over there. That didn't even. They still can't reach the table because the table is a metaphor for COVID. So the table height just means that COVID's still around. Yep. So you can't lower that, right? Okay. But it's people just at the base of the table mm. that are just sitting in lawn chairs, eating their food, and you go, "What the fuck?" And you go, "Yeah, you know what? I can't fix. I can't fix the table from rising." So. Why I rather than keep trying to combat it by stacking up on all these fucking boosters. Fuck it, who needs a table? I'm just gonna say I can't control this thing, so why the fuck am I trying to use it with all this shit? Next thing you know, you're thirty feet high and you got all those fucking boosters risking your own health. I'd rather just keep living my own life down here. Right. No Yeah, what if you fall, dude, off the boosters? Yeah. Exactly. While I'm sitting here well grounded with Mother Nature. And then they go. Hey, Deborah, get a load of this guy's got fucking booster hesitancy. 
what a fucking loser as the guy's like fucking just like yeah nervously swaying, swaying on in the breeze boosters. yeah and he's just still reaching for his sandwich on the table and can't reach it meanwhile you're halfway finished your sandwich <laughs> anti-booster fucks <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point. Yeah. Now, again, if I was older, I'd get the vaccine. But at a certain point, isn't it just easier to get COVID if it happens? Yeah, dude. Already had it. Was fine. Listen. I still can't taste shit. And you don't hear me whining about it. I understand some people get it and get very fucking sick. Some people get it and they fucking die. And some people get it and they are just like a little tired for like two fucking days. So tired. So and then some people get it and they don't get any fucking symptoms at all. That's not a reason to fucking like lock people in their houses in fucking Australia where not like a single person under the age of like 60 has fucking died. Oh, what is going on in Australia, dude? They're fucking freaks. You are literally like welded in your house and they come around and if you're not back, they shot the dogs. They shot the fucking dogs. Tell the people about the dogs. Yeah, so apparently, huh? Let me look, let me pull If the this article. is okay, if this what he's about to explain is a world you want to live in, keep voting Democrat and giving Fauci all your fucking power. I said crowds. Who's not an elected official, by the way, but he's running your fucking life. So let's let's think about all let's right, talk this about from the USA dogs. USA Today, which is honestly a fucking liberal shit rag, and even they're reporting this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know it's redundant, but hold on, fuck. Oh, now I gotta subscribe to the show. Oh, come on, fuck. <laughs> 15 rescue dogs, including 10 puppies, killed by a council in Australia over COVID 19 concerns. So, a local government in the state of New South Wales in Australia uh, faced criticism after reports that they surfaced. Uh, oh, after reports surfaced that they ordered 15 dogs killed to prevent the spread of COVID 19. Um,. Uh, they shot and killed 15 impounded dogs so volunteers at another shelter wouldn't travel to pick them up. So this is the world liberals are now for. So the liberals I knew were always, you know, kind of PETA adjacent or at least somewhat concerned yeah, save, about those of the save helpless. Save the puppies, yeah. And by the way, I agree with them on that. Yeah, save the fucking puppies, dude. So Australia, which I think has less than... I mean, I think this is all over less than 20 deaths in a country of 25 million people. Yes. It was like 11 cases and they shut the fucking country down. Um, so they didn't want these animal rights people driving to pick up rescue dogs. So they just shot the fucking dogs. Yeah. It's not even like they discovered the dogs were riddled with COVID or anything. It was like, well, there's these dogs that need homes. And it was just so that they didn't have people come to right. another shelter and mingle with those shelter people. Because people would have to leave their house, get in their car, drive here all by themselves uh, and meet like one person and grab this dog and go back to their house. We can't have that. So just murder all the fucking dogs. So I was always told that it was the sign of a psychopath when you killed helpless animals. And now we're just fucking cool with it because we have a fucking flu. I'm sorry. I'm not diminishing the tragedy of deaths but it's a COVID is a flu if you look at it from a bird's eye view in terms of total net deaths over the last two years it is a fucking bad flu season this is a fake fucking pandemic it's real in the sense that people have died from it but it's fake in the sense that it's anything different than a fucking flu and I'm so sick of living in this fake reality world that's controlled by lunatics where I need to pretend that this shit is happening when it's really fucking not and yet, 
all the smug people, all the people that... And by the way, no one on the left that's even fucking believes this. No one was upset about the fucking Obama party going on, right? And by the way, neither was I. I think you should be able to have hundreds of people... At your and, house. But the difference is, I'm not thinking that's fine and also barking at everybody else, doing these PSAs, hiring all these fucking fruits. Did you see these... F- that fucking fruity kid that did that vaccine video? That's supposed to convince me? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Go I know. fuck yourself. That's what I know. It's so <sighs> condescending. It's so patronizing. It's so dumb. So I'm on the side of not murdering dogs and not ruining civil rights because a fucking flu kills olds and fats. The olds and fats stay home. Everybody else Oops go to fucking work. And sure, yes, healthy people have died too, but let's look at the fucking overall numbers. Healthy people have died from vaccines. Exactly. So if you want to get into the statistical anomalies, you'd have to fucking include that. And then they put someone, they put a doctor on fucking CNN and he's like, nobody has died from the vaccine. So then people just fucking retweet that. They go, see, nobody fucking died. But you go, well, did you read the fucking... Joe Biden also said if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. Right. Also a lie. But did you read the fucking VAERS database where it says that basically four to five thousand people have died from the vaccine? No, but so I, the guy on fucking TV is just lying. No, but, but I just, like the so the response to the VAERS is oh, that VAERS those are real. Then you go, OK, genius. So what are the numbers? Oh, well, we don't track them. Oh, so then oh. how do you know those aren't real? You fucking tarred. Exactly. It's infuriating and fucking uh uh. Fucking dumb college. Fuck face, fuck. Why do I want to say whales? It's not fucking whales. Uh, uh, UMass Lowell. Yeah, dude, UMass Lowell. Uh, John, fucking Johnson. Johnson and Wales? Johnson and Wales. Is that the fu- Is that it? Yeah. Okay. In Rhode Island. They designed something. They designed a system for the VAERS database and gave it to whoever the fuck runs it. I don't know if it's the fucking... Um, I CDC or uh, RFK Jr. No, no, it's not. <laughs> good, that was good though. <sighs> Here's the thing too: is I sound like I an idiot. Ben Shapiro runs. I sound like an idiot because I read these things and I listen to these things, and then I just don't latch on to like the fucking specifics. So then people just think I'm an idiot. But I, in general, you read them on TikTok every night. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know what you're saying. But they designed a system so that like vaccine deaths and injuries would be automatically tracked. Okay. Because right now a person has to call the VAERS database and be like, Hey man, here's what happened. And they go, okay. And they write it down. Okay. Which, so like 90% of people just don't fucking do that because either a, they died, but why so they're not going to fucking call. Why is it bad to know this? So like, I think, but let me just finish real quick. Yeah. So they made this system, gave it to the fucking government. They're like, listen, you don't even have to do anything. Now it will just automatically upload everything to the various database. So you will know exactly how many people have been vaccine injured or died or whatever. And they said, oh. And then they just stopped talking to them and just yes. fucking threw away everything that they did. Right. And they're like, we're obviously not going to do that. So if anything, the numbers are lower. That's in the system. Dude, like 5% yeah. of all fucking vaccine, uh, what fucking vaccines have been reported to the VAERS database. Yeah, and by the way... And there's 4,000 supposed deaths? One, that's 5%? Two, one, two things. The whole point of an experimental vaccine is that when people have symptoms that go wrong, 
You need to report those so that they make the vaccine better. That's literally the entire point of experimental drugs. Why do they do? What are trials, by the way? What are trials? So when you do a vaccine trial and people don't report their symptoms, uh, what was the point of the trial then? Uh, There was no point. And the, the other thing, too, is how come I'm fine calling COVID a fake pandemic but I can still admit that people have died from COVID. What I mean is that the the fucking risk-reward, all that calculus goes to us remaining open, remaining just as a matter of fact, we have to live with this thing. Right. I admit that people have died from COVID. Right. But it's a part of life, dude. Sometimes you fucking die. But my point is that it's fucking rare. Oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> so then the vaccine people, they go... Yeah, those, those people have died, but it's rare. And you go, okay, so we're on, the, we're on the same page. You're saying the vaccine's not a big deal because a small percentage of people have died, okay? I'm saying COVID's not a big deal because a very even smaller percentage of people have died. Right. So we both win? So let's just open up? Listen, I'm not anti-vax. I just hate everything about them. And sometimes they're okay. How's That's that? perfect. How's that, dude? I think that summed it up perfectly. <sighs> I'm not anti-vax. I'm anti-Fauci? Yes. It's funny how this works, right? I always, I'm always like, oh, we'll have like a totally benign, just... <laughs> Regular podcast. Where well, that we, was my fault because I brought up the vaccine. Where we talk talk about like shitting and farting and fucking door dashing, right? We made we. I thought today was a pretty happy episode. Uh, yeah. Up until I brought up the up vaccine. until the last like you know whatever ten minutes, and then suddenly we're getting red in the face mad. I am black. <laughs> I am gay. I am disabled. Sorry, I don't know why that went off. The bottom line is we don't give a fuck what you do. Do if you want to get thirty seven boosters. Have fun, dude. Totally. You have every right to fucking do that. Yes. But you cannot tell me that I have to get something because I'll fucking hold a rifle to your head and pull the fucking trigger. You understand? Dude, that's my thing with everything. I don't give a shit what you do. Per In my personal life, I'm totally liberal in that sense. I'm never going to make you do something that I want you to do. And now I'm constantly like randomly throughout the day, I'm thinking about... Okay, now if they deploy like the fucking military to run around and fucking collect people and start <laughs> vaccinating them, now I'm I have the neighborhood planned out of is where it, is in Australia doing forest vaccines. They're literally they come to your house, pull you out of your fucking house, police officers hold you down, and a fucking person injects you. So the vaccine doesn't work then because they're still panicking. So there. just laying this out there, if that happens here, the person at my door is getting shot. I fucking mean that one hundred percent. I'm cool with dying. Oh, I totally agree. I would rather get fucking shot with a bullet than take a vaccine I don't want to take. And it's not because I am like, well, I'll die from the vaccine. That's not it, dude. I want to have freedoms as a fucking human being and have I totally the ability agree. to make my own fucking choices. Because without that, you're not a human. You're a fucking dog that's being shot by fucking Australian dickheads. Exactly. You're a rescue dog I on be, your way to be picked up. I want to be a free person. Dude, I totally agree. So fucking come at me, bro. And I think the thing aggressive, that, maybe, but fuck you. But the Aussies have been pussies for like twenty years now. And guess what? They don't have guns, so that's why they're getting pulled out of their house by their hair and fucking. That is true because they know they're shit. not going to get shot. 
Exactly. They can't do that here because I have a gun. So even though you fucking think guns are bad, I'm the only reason you're still a free fucking person. I just person. don't understand what happened. And I don't mean people with guns. I mean me, dude. <laughs> I don't understand what happened to the critical thinking. So Nobody made it to this point anyway. Everyone stopped listening 20 There's minutes no, ago. Yeah, we're in like an empty auditorium after the show was over. And like Nick Natalie's stirring his fucking craft uh, mac and cheese. Stirring his cock while watching VR. And he was like, oh, fuck, this is still on. And then like just turned it off. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, dude. I don't hear like if you're on if you're one of these COVID people, right? What's a COVID person? Someone that oh that like loves COVID, yeah. Someone that is totally for the authoritarian reaction to COVID and has nothing but total contempt with anyone who doesn't want to get vaccinated. If you're pro Nazi, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're definitely a Democrat, right? I'd say ninety. I'm not, I'm not saying all Democrats are for this because they're not. I, I I'm not. It's not a blanket left right thing. No, Obviously, I know normal people that vote Democrat. Um, but I'm saying all the COVID authoritarians are Democrat. Yeah, I'd say that's that's like 90% true. All right. So the Democrats are in charge of the House. They're in charge of the Senate. They're in charge of, the, the obviously, the presidency. Um, all of academia, all of Hollywood, basically every single institution in America. Pretty much every uh, Fortune 500 company. Yes. And they're still always mad. Right. And you go, what is your fucking problem? What's your problem, bro? And I think we're going to wind up like Australia, where we shoot little puppies because we don't want someone with a 99.92% survival rate picking them up. And by the way, if the vaccine worked, you wouldn't see panic like this. Even without the vaccine, I'm saying the panic's unnecessary. But if you wanted me to get really suspicious of the efficacy of a vaccine, I would say forcefully administer it to your entire people and then also say that, like, no, just as a precaution, you can't talk to your fucking neighbors. Right. You still got to stay in your house. We're welding you in just in case. Oh, fuck them, dude. You're right, though. It does have to. It it has everything to do with the gun confiscation. Everything. Everything. It dude. totally does. Read a goddamn. I love how I'm saying like read because I just fall asleep. But read a goddamn, <laughs> read a goddamn history goddamn book. Yeah, no. I, Every <laughs> single author- authoritarian takeover started with them removing guns from fucking society. Well, the Second Amendment. It's not just for like hunting or all this shit. Like, it's a instant reminder that the people in charge are only in charge by the willful consent of the people. Exactly. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. It's fucking it, dude. You don't need to pretend that you have a gun because you love hunting. You can literally say, I have a gun because, one, it's my right to do so, and also because it's just a fucking reminder that any politician, no matter how big, if they want to fucking forcefully break into my house, they know they may meet the business end of an AR-15. Right. That's all there is to it. That's all there fucking is to it, dude. And I don't even own a gun. He doesn't even own one. I don't even have a cock. He doesn't even have a cock, dude. <sighs> oh. <laughs> uh, dude, we're just both smoking cigarettes. I wonder who listened to this far. Uh, some of the, well, no one they listen to this as far by the irate commentary in the New York Cock Exchange. Yeah, so in the Cock Exchange, send a f- I don't think send a anybody text. in the New York Cock Exchange <laughs> agrees with us on COVID. No, but they'll probably listen to this. And Chris then Ring does. And then they'll just send a, 
a text and be like, Jesus Christ, boys, huh? No, that's fine, dude. You can talk shit. I mean, I'm talking shit here, so I, I, I'm clearly getting in the arena. I'm through. I'm throwing shade, but you know, we can sum all of this up into fucking one binary thing. I'm pro freedom. Yes. You're either pro-freedom or you're anti-freedom. There's two types of people in the world. Those who want to be left alone and those who don't know how to leave others alone. Right. We are from the former category. That is correct. That's all there is to it. If you disagree, that's great. That's fine, dude. You're allowed to disagree, but just don't fuck with me. Here's the thing. the If you disagree with us, we won't shoot a dog. Can't say the same for modern-day liberals. That's true. Liberals, big guy. liberals are for murdering helpless puppies. <laughs> yes. That's, that's all it comes down that's to. That's our new talking point. <laughs> I love just oversimplifying ridiculous statements. Yeah, like making it, making a grandiose claim, <laughs> but as like a summary. Yeah. Basically what I'm saying. Like so that there's absolutely no workaround whatsoever. Right. It's like if you think this, that means this. Yeah. Definitively. Anyway, I'm going on and on and on. Obviously, what I mean by all this is Democrats want, they're just obsessed with shooting dogs and children. Yeah. Puppies. Yeah. All right. Is that all there is to it? I think that's it, dude. All right. That's something about.